0: <laughs>
1: Sorry about that. Once again, sound effects are not being um not being compliant. Sound effects are not being compliant. There you guys are in the green room, smoking a little too much ganja this morning, folks. No, never, never too much ganja. Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. I've had
0: too much ganja. <laughs> Uh, just a, but I think I'm using,
1: um, what is it? OG, what did I do? OG, I don't know. Whatever it was, it's some good stuff. We love cannabis. Alright, folks, what the Weed Say Wednesday for the bestie? It is July the 3rd. I can't believe it. We literally, now,
0: now it's official. We
1: are halfway through the year, folks, past Half that halfway Christmas mark. <laughs> oh, my bestie's getting excited. She's going to start baking cookies and getting gifts and cards and all the goodies ready. My nephew's going to have a good time this year. Woo! Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. July 3rd. Seriously, so I can't it. Fourth of July tomorrow. What's everybody doing? Tumbleweed Health Center will be closed just for tomorrow. Don't worry about it, because we're open Sundays now. Yep, seven days a week for certification. Tumbleweed Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. We are at the corner of uh, Broadway and Swan on the southeast side. We're, we're in those little houses that have been converted into businesses. Um, so come and check us out. So you kind of have to take a little frontage road, I guess they call it, You can get to it through the Walgreens parking lot, kind of, well, it's on the side there. Anyway, Frontier Dental's over there, and they're fantastic. Uh, Farmer's Insurance, is a chiropractor out there who has a beautiful backyard. Um, She's got a really great back, little healing backyard there, with nice little paths and rocks and and cactus. And uh, let's give a, oh, Cannabis Kid is not here today, but he's on vacation, (laughs) welcoming new babies to the world. It's fantastical. Uh, so welcome to the world, new little baby. And um, Silver Sister is in Grand Island. Yeah, that's right, Grand Island. Welcome, Grand Island. Uh, how's it going out there? Is it what is? What's your temperature out there? Because it's just stupid hot out here. Actually. <laughs> um, so about. We've, really, we've had a really great summer so far, knock on wood. We have a knock on wood thing. No, we just have a shopping. Wow, it works. <laughs> um, but so far, so good over here in the in the southwest. We've had some, um, really, it's been a mild summer. It's crazy. So we're into July, and now we're supposed to start having monsoons and all that good stuff, and um, <laughs> keeping a close eye on my umbrellas, which keep falling in the pool. <laughs> That's not fun, fishing those guys out. Thankfully, the little solar lights still work on it. Um, all right, so let's see. Double weeks health center, come on down. If you want to, you can check out our uh, website. Go to the certification section, and right there, first first thing you see is book an appointment. It is a button. Um, kind of, it looks like a little slab of wood, <laughs> but it's a button. So, what conditions qualify you for a medical cannabis card? PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, uh, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, uh, HIV, Hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's disease, which can be just a whole range of symptoms. uh, Cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can email THCTucson at gmail.com. You can come down, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. You can back to us, 520-306-5147. I get messages. We get messages on Facebook. You can Facebook us. Um, We're on Instagram. Oh, we're on all sorts of stuff. Just check out our Facebook and you'll find us. Also, Growers House. You can actually, uh, Growers House, if you go to the radio section of our uh, website at Com. there are a couple of our sponsors, Canna Health and Growers uh, House, which is at 3635 East 34th Street, right here in Keystone, Arizona. Don't you love it when you're making a call and they say, "Where do you live?" Or they say, "Spell your city or whatever." And they go, "Oh, you live in Tucson." And you're, you're like, "Yep, that's exactly where I live, Tuxin. <laughs> kind of like it. Kind of like the sound of it though. Kind of sounds like of it. Yep, that's it. Uh, so Grower's House is also at Grower'sHouse.com. Uh, check them out. They've got 10% off all lighting and LED grow lights right now. Check it out. They've got weekly grow house deals. Let's check it out. Let's see what their weekly – growth includes killer house – oh, excludes the killer house deals. Apparently, there's some killer house deals. Um, but let's see. There's commercial pricing. There's zero financing for six months. Price beat guarantee and custom tent kit configurator. Wow, there's a lot going on here. They've got complete lighting packages, row tents, uh, LED lights, your metal halide, your high-pressure sodiums. Your ballast, your reflectors, hangers, uh, and they've got it all sorted out. So, if you want to find something that's only, you know, less than $20, oh, before you leave, I wasn't leaving, how about a bonus? 25% off. Well, we'll take it. But if you want to find something that's extra inexpensive, maybe you're going to give somebody a gift, which would be a really nice thing to do. Uh, Give a gift to grower's house here timers Oh who doesn't need a good timer? Oh, what I, what do you mean? All right, so uh, in the news we're gonna do some news and then um, and then we're going to do uh, we're gonna read some of the ballot initiative that did get filed so far. I've not heard anything about the aid the Amer- uh, Arizona dispensary Association initiative, although I will honestly say from what I have heard and watched on Facebook as they stream their meetings live, I don't know. It doesn't look promising for anybody that wants to grow or anybody that wants to get into the business. Yeah, it doesn't look so good. Anywho, um, more news, Canna Health. uh, You can check out Canna Health online digital magazine. You don't have to go anywhere except for where you are. Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy
0: with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals, profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health.
1: That's right, and you can check that out right from our website. Uh, go to the radio section, scroll down, and there's two pictures of their logos right there, and you can check them both out. So, I know some loved ones that have suffered from this, and um, here we go. Minnesota Alzheimer's patients can now register for medical marijuana. That is spectacular news. I've been trying really hard to um, upload, download, sideload this video uh, on dementia and Alzheimer's uh, in an Illinois, Nursing home, I believe it was, or a skilled center of sorts, Um, but I can't do it. Um, So I think it's even gone at the moment, which is sad. I got to contact them. However, on July 1st, Alzheimer's patients can begin registering for Minnesota's medical cannabis program. Registered patients can purchase cannabis starting August 1st. (laughs) Starting July 1, people with uh, Alzheimer's disease can register for medical marijuana in Minnesota and once registered they'll be able to obtain medical cannabis from the state's two manufacturers beginning August 1st. The Minnesota Department of Health first announced plans to add Alzheimer's disease as a qualifying uh, condition in December of 2018. Alzheimer's disease is the only qualifying condition Health Commissioner Jan Malcolm approved after a citizen's review panel proposed adding seven new conditions, including opioid use disorder and TBI traumatic brain injury. Minnesota now has 14 conditions that qualify patients for medical marijuana, and with the addition of Alzheimer's disease, Minnesota joins a trend of the United States moving to expand their medical cannabis programs to include the neurodegenerative disorder that, nearly, that afflicts nearly six million Americans. Minnesota over the next 30 days, the Minnesota Department of Health will be working to register Alzheimer's patients to the state's five-year-old medical marijuana program. The health department requires patients to advance certified before they can obtain medical cannabis and details on the process are available on its medical cannabis website, which actually They've they've got a link here, so what I'm gonna do is post this article in our blog session for you all so that you can actually click it if you're in Minnesota. You can check it out. Well, while we're trying to load this, um, we are almost there. Okay, so there it is for you folks on the bloggers. And a good morning to y'all. All right, back to Minnesota. The addition of Alzheimer's disease could grow Minnesota's medical marijuana uh, marijuana program substantially. According to Department of Health data, there were 15,687 patients actively registered as of March 31st, but there are more than 94,000 people living with Alzheimer's disease in Minnesota, according to the Alzheimer's Association, and access to legal, regulated medical cannabis products won't just benefit them. There are more than 254,000 family and friends providing care for loved ones with Alzheimer's in the state. And researchers say cannabis can make taking care of people, people with Alzheimer's easier. So, see, it doesn't just benefit the, the patient with Alzheimer's. Your caretaker can partake and feel better as well. It's stressful. I'm sure, I, you know, I haven't lived with anybody with it, but I've heard stories from close friends. And, it, you know, it's a very, very hard thing to go through. Uh, and oftentimes, the, the caretakers themselves need some relief from, from the stress, too. Uh, even CBD can help with that if you don't want to go for your full cannabis card. Alzheimer's is the most common cause of dementia in elderly people. It's a neurodegenerative disorder that causes cognitive impairments, delusion, depression, and agitation, and there is no known cure. But studies show that cannabis, in particular the CBD and THC cannabinoids it contains, could help manage behavioral symptoms that reduce quality of life for Alzheimer's patients and their caregivers. More states recognizing cannabis as a safe treatment for Alzheimer's uh, symptoms. <clears throat> this is true. And while <clears throat> no studies prove that cannabis or cannabis products can stop, slow, reverse, or prevent Alzheimer's, there are some exciting studies that suggest it is a possibility. One recent study found that microdoses of THC slow the production of the protein plaque scientists believe is the leading cause of dementia. Still, large long-term studies on cannabis as an Alzheimer's treatment are lacking, says this article. Um, Oops, don't go anywhere. But the absence of conclusive uh, research on cannabis and Alzheimer's didn't prevent Minnesota Health Commissioner Jan Malcolm from approving it as a qualifying condition for medical cannabis. Quote, any policy decisions about cannabis are difficult due to the relative, relative lack of published scientific evidence, Malcolm said. However, there is some evidence for potential benefits of medical cannabis to improve the mood, sleep, and behavior of patients suffering from Alzheimer's disease. Quote, there's also some evidence for the potential benefits of medical cannabis to improve symptoms for patients diagnosed with the six other conditions petitioners propose be added to the list, like arthritis. Oh, that's really surprising it's not on there. Well, here we go. I can't even say this. I just want to say little Opie Cunningham every time I have to say this word. (laughs) Opioid use disorder chemical panic and trauma brain injury oh yeah panic and traumatic brain injury TBI states that have expanded their medical marijuana programs have generally included such conditions but this year Malcolm approved only Alzheimer's disease for Minnesota bringing the total up to 14 conditions on a list that has grown every year from its initial nine in 2014 that's awesome so every year for you know the last five years they have continued to just add ailments to the list because why not so starting today, Minnesota joins a number of recent U.S. states and territories from Texas to New Mexico to Puerto Rico, moving to add Alzheimer's disease as a qualifying condition. That gets the big one. Man, I wish this video were still available because it literally, there's a nursing home or some sort of assisted living center where patients, um, families take their their loved ones Um because of dementia or Alzheimer's and they're at the point where in their lives where um, they've stopped eating um, they're they don't know their name they don't know their family's names they don't want to even walk anymore um, they don't you know want to participate in activities they just kind of they're just kind of there they're really angry they're agitated they they can be very aggressive even um, there was a lot shown on this video, but what it did show was uh, patients receiving on a cracker. I was talking to my neighbor about this. Take a size of a grain of rice and split that in half and put that little drop of oil on the cracker, a cracker, of full cannabis extract oil. Um, call it Rick Simpson oil. Call it full cannabis extract, whatever you want to call it. You're just extracting the full oil from the full plant. THC and all the CBs. <laughs> CBG, C, CBN, all of them, um, and they would give these crackers or uh, cookies. Sometimes the the uh, resident wanted a cookie or whatever, and within uh, within an hour or two, I'm, these people are 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 they're more alert, they're more awake, they're wanting to eat, they're wanting to drink, they're wanting to uh, get up and walk around and move around and slowly. Um, little by little, they start you know they remember their names again and their family names again, and they're more interactive with staff and they're they're a lot calmer, they're not so upset about being there and um, and it's not that they're getting high from it what 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 this uh, what we've heard is what the article was talking about the potential for the cannabis plant to eat away the plaque that causes that disconnect that that generates all these symptoms and you know, for our state, just the agitation of Alzheimer's disease is um, a qualifying condition, and that's huge. I mean, that's like I said, that can be any symptom. They talk about depression. I mean, who, who wouldn't be depressed if you all of a sudden didn't <clears throat> recognize your you know, family or your surroundings or, or anything else? I mean, it's, it's not pretty, and uh, hopefully more people will take a look at this plant as um, another means to uh, help those with this disease. So there you have it. I'm still going to try and find that video, and I will get it somewhere, um, because it's just really, really awesome. OK. In the meantime, I think where we were, uh-oh. the daisy Looks like we might have to start over a little bit on the, uh, on the measure. State of Arizona. Uh, this got filed. Let's see. This ballot initiative was filed January 14th of 2019. <laughs> I believe it's a lot of the one prior, but with some diff- some, some major di- major differences. So um, let's see. Let's just get into how do we? Uh oh, <laughs> another uh oh. Um, I'm going to try and where did it go? Well, we're, we were going to try and read that and, oh, there we go. Page 1 is 16. All right, well, how do we get to the other 15? Huh. Let's move. Nope, that's not refreshing it. We had this pulled up, so this is strange. Um, let's see if we can download it maybe and then um, go from there. We'll just download it to the desktop and see if we can't open it up. All right, so good job, Minnesota. And uh, good job, Illinois, and way to go for the rest of the world. Everybody needs a little weed right now. We could all just use a little calming the heck down. All the candidates, everybody, on both sides. <laughs> everybody might want to take one of these little... I take marijuana. All right, here we go. That's the way to trick it. Okay, here it is. An initiative measure, it says. Um be enacted by the people of the state of Arizona. So we are going to have July 10th, we will have the authors of this great initiative on air. So hopefully all you all will be out there to, to take a listen. All right. So we're going to read a little more of it in case you didn't hear it because this is really, 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 really important. I'm so surprised. Well, not really because these things are long. This is 16 pages long. And, you know, we, we read through it once, but we did, I will tell you, we did skip the hard work. <laughs> there were a lot of chemical compounds in there, but I don't know who's making this thing up, but you guys got to relax on your, all your letters in there. Anyway, this is the text of proposed amendment. <clears throat> be enacted by the people of the state of Arizona. Short title, this act may be cited as the Arizona Cannabis Justice Act. There you go. Section two, findings. The people of the state of Arizona find and declare the following. So this is what, what, if you sign off, this is what you declare. One, marijuana and cannabis have been used safely for thousands of years for recreational, medical, religious, and industrial purpose. Cannabis is one of the most, oh, here's that word again. Uh, we're just going to say the most important plants known to man. I'm not even going to go there. I did this last time. My apologies, folks. Two the states of Colorado, Washington, Oregon, California, Maine, Massachusetts, Nevada, Alaska, and Washington, D.C. have all legalized the adult use of marijuana and cannabis and have enjoyed a substantial increase in tax revenue as a result. Um, three in states that have legalized or medicalized, there has been a decrease in teen use. marijuana and cannabis. Four, industrial hemp was cultivated by several of our founding forefathers including George Washington and was a staple of the American economy until the advent of prohibition. Industrial hemp is non psychoactive, has many industrial applications, and is lawfully um, produced in several states in America and in many nations, including China and Canada, to the great benefit of their farmers and their economy. (laughs) Darn right. Five, in the largest meta study to date, the National Highway Traffic Safety Association concluded in 2015 that there is no correlation between cannabis use and automobile accidents. Moreover, unlike alcohol, multiple studies have found that the level of THC in a person's system cannot be reliably used to establish whether or not a person is impaired. Amen to that. Truth. it's, it's like saying, You ever heard someone say, Well, I still have checks in my uh, in my my wallet, so I must have money in my account.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: no but
1: the former chief administrative law judge of the United States Drug Enforcement Administration, the DEA, Francis Young, determined correctly that, quote, marijuana in its natural form is one of the safest therapeutically active substances known to man, quote. <laughs> Seven, monopolies and oligopolies of any industry in the state of Arizona are anti ethical. Uh, to the values of Arizonans and the cannabis industry is no exception. Commerce should be left to the free market and its production and sales should be regulated only to the extent as the production and sale of any other fruit or uh, vegetables such as tomatoes or grapes. You get the big clap and the golf clap left. Seriously. No, you can't take this over, you guys. That's not fair. Eight in the interest of public health and safety, to protect and maintain individual rights and the personal freedom, and to better focus state and law, local law enforcement resources on crimes involving violence and personal property, marijuana and cannabis should be removed from the Arizona Uniform Controlled Substances Act, and the possession, use, production, and sale of marijuana and cannabis should be removed from Arizona's criminal code. Decriminalize and legalize for adults who are at least 18 years of age. Uh, Number nine, states are not required to enforce federal law or prosecute people for engaging in activities prohibited by federal law. Therefore, implementation of this act is not preempted by federal law or causes the state of Arizona to violate federal law. So currently, federally, the way it's scheduled, we're all in trouble. Ten. the purpose of this act is to decriminalize and legalize the use, production, manufacture, and sale of marijuana and cannabis for persons who are at least 18 years of age, to remove laws currently in existence that prohibit such activities, and to protect persons from arrest and prosecution, criminal and other penalties, and property forfeiture if such persons engage in the possession, use, production, or sale of marijuana and cannabis, pursuant to this act. All right, so you can't get busted if this passes. But this is what I mean. This is super important to read these because when the Arizona Dispensary Association puts theirs out in force, and they will, um, we need to read it and we need to find out what they're saying because so far, I don't like that we're hearing that we're not going to be able to grow with their condition. but you can with this one all right section three chapter 21 title three arizona revised statute is amended by adding chapter 21 to read chapter 21 arizona cannabis justice act article one general provisions <clears throat> definition 3-3701 In this chapter the following definitions shall apply. 1 Cannabis shall be defined to include the following. A All plants of the genus cannabis and any and all parts of such plants whether growing or not. B I mean that pretty much cleared it up right there. B Any and all parts of the Plants of the genus Cannabis, including but not limited to the flower, leaves, stalks, stems, roots, fiber, and seeds of such plants. C. Resin and oil extracted from any and all parts of the plant of the genus Cannabis. D. Every compound salt, derivative mixture, and preparation of the plants of the genus Cannabis. E. Any and all substances resulting from the mixture, manufacture, and preparation of the resin extracted from any and all parts of plants of the genus cannabis. And F, any and all cannabinoids derived from any and all parts of plants of the genus cannabis, including but not limited to THC, CBD, and CBG. Two, cannabis, now the reason they're... uh, really defining all this is because of the court case that we just, well, we, poor Rodney, that um, just happened proving that concentrates are legal, but before that, this gentleman spent two years in jail defining or or waiting for our court system to define what was a concentrate or what was legal in the AMMA and what wasn't. So that's why this is getting really um, nitpicky about um how much we define the program and you have to be really specific about it you also have to be really specific about it
2: Hello, hello my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs will be like Aw, oh, they got volcanoes I'm gonna smoke some
3: weed Only got $20 in my pocket I'm a huntin', lookin' for a bot shop This is fucking
0: Stop
3: being a hypocrite, you used to smoke weed, too. I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket. I'm a hunt, looking for a chop. shop, this is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs, it's time to pull those These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate drugs. Let's end the war on weed. the people have...
1: All of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I forgot to hit the bong again. Hi, <laughs> oh, right, welcome back to Weekday Wednesday. Thank you, Temple week Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. We are now open seven days a week for certification. Is that right? That's right, folks. Come on down. Seven days a week. We are closed for the holiday for the 4th of July careful out there, folks. Most importantly, make sure your animals, dogs, cats, ferrets, whatever you got, rats, I don't care, make sure they're locked up and they can't get out because female um, animal control takes in hundreds, yeah, hundreds of dogs. Um, and probably cats go freaking and flying, too. We got monsoon coming and all those, um, you know, fireworks and firecrackers and guns probably, too, are going off and it's just crazy, and yeah, animals freak out, and they run, and uh, please keep them indoors. Lock the doors. Don't let them out. And if they're outside, just make sure they can't get over the gate. Try not to tie them up because there's been accidents about that. All right, so we're reading the initiative that's currently been filed already back in January, and we're going to have these folks on the air next week. Um, we just got done really explaining um the uh, what's legal. So here we're going to uh, cannabis accessories. So every part of the plant. Every single part. Seeds, stems, leaves, the resin, anything you make from the resin, the salts from the plants, anything you mix or manufacture or prepare, uh, roots, fibers, um, flowers, leaves, including but not limited to all of it. And that's so important. Okay, two. It's really important to be clear and not gray with these initiatives, which is why this one's so long. Um, but it's also long with long words that we're just not going to go through. Uh, two, cannabis accessories, and you'll know what I mean about that later. It's not like I'm skipping words just to skip. all the chemical compounds they wish It takes seriously like there's like ten pages of those. It's crazy. Um, <clears throat> and then we'll read a little bit more news before we head out. Two. Uh, Cannabis accessory, quote, shall be defined as equipment, products, and materials of any kind that are used, intended for use, or designed for use in planting, propagating, cultivating, growing, harvesting, manufacturing, compounding, converting, producing, processing, preparing, testing, weighing, measuring, analyzing, packaging, repackaging, storing, containing, concealing, converting, ingesting, inhaling, or otherwise introducing cannabis into the human body or animal body or the isomerization of cannabis. Well, that's crazy, because this is what I mean. Now, this is, they're really getting in depth here. Okay, three, cannabis product shall be defined to include any product containing cannabis that is ready for use. Or that is to be further processed and manufactured for industrial, commercial, or any other non food purpose. Cannabis products shall include but not be limited to clothing, building material, paper, fiber, fuel, hemp, lime, biocomposite material, lubricants, plastics, paint, animal feed, veterinary medicine, or any other such product and the use of such products. <clears throat> All right, four. Now, this is where we get into defining um, what is uh, acceptable in the growing method. So, this is uh, commercial grow means um, any large-scale farming cultivation of cannabis plants for wholesale to another business that is engaged in the retail sale of cannabis or cannabis products. Uh, Commercial grows, except for exemptions otherwise provided for in this chapter, are subject to generally applicable Arizona agriculture uh, laws and regulations pertaining to other agriculture commodities, including but not limited to tomatoes, lettuce, and any other common produce. Five. Uh, Commercial production shall be defined as the manufacturing or processing of cannabis and cannabis products for wholesale to another business that is authorized to sell retail items of any kind. Six, a food product shall be defined as every cannabis product in its natural or manufactured state that is intended for human or animal consumption and shall include, but not be limited to the dried cannabis flower, hashish oil, oil, concentrates, seeds, live plants, food and drink, and all cannabis, whether intended for recreational, spiritual, nutritional, or any other use. Seven, small farms shall be defined as commercial productions or properties from one, one acre to 100 acres in size that have no plant limits, that are operated by persons who are 18 years of age or older, and that are engaged in the cultivation or manufacturing or any other use of cannabis or cannabis product for distribution through wholesale and or retail sale. Eight manufacture shall be defined to include the compounding, blending, extracting, infusing, or otherwise to make or prepare a cannabis product. Nine. Home garden. All right, here we go. Here we go. What's the home garden, folks? Home garden shall be defined as any cultivation of cannabis with no plant limit at a person's place of residence. No upper plant limit, folks. There you heard it. All right. <clears throat> Ten, personal use shall be defined as, but not limited to, the consumption or processing of genus cannabis by persons who are at least 18 years of age for relaxation, meditative, religious, recreational, medical, or any other purposes. Eleven, producer shall be defined as owners or tenants of agricultural lands, orchards, farms, small farms, home gardens, and commercial grows in which food products are grown, raised, or prepared for market. There you have it. Pretty much wide open. Now, we're assuming that, you know, your uh, average 18-year-old is going to be mature enough to handle such responsibilities. And we would hope that would be the case. Um, And just because the military allows 18-year-olds to go to war or to sign up doesn't mean they're mature enough (laughs) to do so. However, um, that is the case with them. Uh, I don't know that the general public is going to have as easy a time as if it were 21 and over because that just is the kind of the age where people feel like you know you're not you're not a kid anymore. 18 still kind of kid, still kind of kiddish. <laughs> can be kind of kiddish. Depending on the person, for real. All right. Um, <clears throat> here we go. Three dash 37. O2, repeal of cannabis prohibition, amendments, and legalization of cannabis. A, notwithstanding any law to the contrary, the genus cannabis plants, cannabis products, cannabis accessories, and their use as defined in this act are hereby decriminalized and lawful. So there you have it, folks. Everything that we just read up above, it's all good. Arizona Medical Marijuana Act. One, if any of the provisions of this act are found to be in conflict with any of the provisions of the Arizona uh, Industrial Hemp Program or the Arizona Medical Marijuana Act and associated regulations, the provisions in this act shall prevail in favor of the individual person or persons and against the government or other entity in any civil, criminal, or administrative action. Well, that's that's the doozy. C the following Arizona revised statute prohibiting marijuana and cannabis is hereby repealed. One section thirteen thirty four oh five Arizona revised statutes is repealed and the following Arizona Revised Statutes relating to marijuana and cannabis are hereby amended as provided in this Act. And the following Arizona Revised Statutes are stricken and shall not be reintroduced into Arizona law, directly or indirectly, at any time now or in the future. And those would be Section 13 3401 Section 13 3401 section 13-340120w section 13340136h section 362501a2 section 3625018e and section 35 or section 2512a3w So it would probably take a whole lot of time to go look those up. So you can go ahead and do so. Um, And actually, I'm not, we'll have to find out next week uh, where we can post this for y'all to read it. Um, Okay. E. Personal cultivation shall be subject to the following. This is for personal cultivation folks. All persons are authorized to cultivate cannabis with 1% THC or less, but persons under the age of 18 shall not cultivate cannabis with more than 1% THC. However, such persons under the age of 18 may be involved with the care and maintenance of home gardens, small farms, and commercial grow at the discretion of their parents or legal guardian or employers. It's non-posse. You can go work for the weed farm. It's all good. <laughs> there are communities. There are a whole town where cannabis is the whole economy. So kids are born grown up and raised growing this. So it, it, is, it is just that. Kind of like uh, on the farm, kids can drive a truck or a car or anything they want. They don't have to have a license on the farm. <laughs> Which is fun. We should get back to farming days. I'm hoping that this is going to just inspire us all together. Back, Getting back to the land, folks. It is. It's so peaceful and very magical, our land we have. Um, personal cultivation shall be subject to all persons are authorized to cultivate. All persons who are at least 18 uh, years of age are... Authorized to cultivate cannabis without restriction on plant count or THC percentage for personal or commercial use. And small farms are not restricted to a specific number of plants. So if you're 18 and over, you can grow however many you want with as high level of anything in it you want. Um, three, there shall be no limit on the number of cannabis plants, clones, seedlings, and seed in a home. Uh, in a home garden, small farm, or commercial grow, it's just in a home, that would be nice. Just period. But uh, no limit on the number of cannabis plants, clones, seedlings, and seed in a home garden, small farm, or commercial grow. Four, all persons at least 18 years of age are authorized to own and maintain a home garden completely at the discretion of the individual. All right. Uh, Five, the person cultivating the cannabis plant shall also be permitted to to possess, use, sell, manufacture, and transport the cannabis produced from such cultivation and may also transfer such cannabis to other persons who are at least 18 years of age. Six, all persons at least 18 years of age. Who are owners of small farms and commercial grows are authorized as producer uh, producers and may own and operate such small farms and commercial grows, provided the person obtains a transaction privilege license and adheres to agricultural regulations as provided in this chapter. So now we're going to get into you to start paying taxes. Um, okay. F. Yeah. Cannabis is placed under the regulatory control of the Department of Agriculture, as provided in this act. G, commercial growth, small farms, chemical extraction, and cannabis sales are not authorized within 1,000 feet of a public school. However, schools may operate cannabis education courses according to their own policies and discretion, and may use plant material and live plants for demonstration and educational purposes marijuana 101 coming up in your junior high classes mm-hmm. I love it h uh, cultivation of cannabis from the from home gardens may not be visible from a non-residential area from ground level without the use of binoculars infrared imaging thermal imaging or any other artificial surveillance equipment or other optical aid commercial farms and home gardens in rural areas are exempt from this visibility regulations it means you can't have a garden outside I was just thinking about this so if you can grow as many plants as you want that's awesome but they can't be visible to just you know anybody cruising walking by so if they have to use binoculars or anything infrared or or anything like that um, thermal imaging um, I'm not sure how many neighbors have any either, you know thermal imaging equipment out but be wary. They might. All right. So here are the restrictions on government action. 3-3703A. Except as provided in this chapter, the state of Arizona is prohibited from taxing or regulating the use of cannabis for any purpose. For the purposes of this subsection, use is defined as including, but not limited to, possession, consumption, purchase, cultivation, production, manufacture, sale transportation, importation, exportation, storage, and any other use for recreational, medical, spiritual, nutritional, commercial, and or industrial purposes. And B, the state of Arizona shall not prohibit or restrict uh, attorneys or other licensed professionals from advising, counseling, caring for, or representing persons or entities in the cannabis industry, even where such advice, canceled care, and representation may cause the client to violate federal law. Wow. And C, the state of Arizona is prohibited from the following activities. One, partnering, conspiring, arresting, detaining, information sharing, or participating with any other government entities, including but not limited to the federal government, local governments, international agencies, and governing bodies, Native American tribes, other American states, foreign governments, and private entities from administrating, enforcing, or facilitating the uh, enforcing of any federal law or treaty pertaining to cannabis laws and regulations that restrict any activity that is authorized in this act. Yeah using state or federal funds or money to enforce any federal, local, international, or tribal laws or treaties pertaining to cannabis laws and regulations that are different from the provisions prescribed in this act. Three, denying any privilege, license, registration, or benefit to a person based on that person's use of cannabis pursuant to this act. That's an important one. Four, Arizona County sheriffs are obligated to protect and enforce citizens Individual liberty and property rights pertaining to cannabis under this act, and shall detain and/or arrest any federal, state, muni- state municipality, tribal, or private agent, foreign or domestic, that violates any part or portion of this act. Any government agents or government contractors acting as an agent of the government uh, or as a hired contractor that violate any portion of this act shall be guilty of a class five felony. Wow, that's pretty intense, folks. Um, basically, you got weed on your side.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. 3 de- 3704 decrimina- uh, Discrimination prohibited. Discrimination prohibited. <laughs> hey, for the purposes of medical care, Including organ transplants and blood transfusions, a person's use of cannabis shall not disqualify that person from medical care. That is so huge. That is so huge. Um, so oftentimes people come in and they say, "Yeah, I got my card," and then my doctor dropped me. Or I mean, it's just it, it's really ridiculous. And this next one, people have a whole lot of challenges. With B, no person may be denied custody of or visitation or parenting time with a minor, and there is no presumption of neglect or child endangerment for conduct allowed under this chapter. Cannabis shall not be a reason to remove a child from a parent or, gar- or legal guardian's custody. All children removed from homes of parents or legal guardians where such removal resulted from the use of cannabis by the parent or legal guardian shall be immediately returned to their parents or legal guardians. C. Parents and legal guardians shall be permitted to administer cannabis medicinally to minors under their care in a manner prescribed by the uh, clinician managing their child's health care. So those are both very, very, very important things because we've seen, we've seen even um, children die in when they get taken away from their parents and put in the care of other families um, or other agencies. It's not anything that I could ever imagine and not anyone would ever want to. It's, a horrifying what happens in this planet We you say we be, be a lot more kind to each other folks come on show some love all right well we're going to stop there with the initiative um, oh I do want to read one thing I don't know if you did all watch the, um, the debates there were two separate nights 10, um, ten different candidates for the Democrats and I found this article in the High Times uh, it says, Cory Booker was disappointed cannabis legalization, not a topic of the Democratic debate. All right. Presidential candidate <clears throat> Senator Cory Booker of New Jersey said last Wednesday night that he was disappointed that the subject of marijuana legalization did not come up during the Democratic Party debate held this week. The party conducted two separate rounds of debate on Wednesday and Thursday to accommodate the broad field of Democratic candidates. Twenty candidates sparred over the two evenings, ten each night, while several several other Democratic hopefuls failed to qualify to participate in the contest under party rules. I am absolutely disappointed that wasn't an issue when you see voters turning out this issue all over the country, Booker said after the first round of the debate come Wednesday. Booker has been an outspoken advocate for reform of the nation's marijuana laws, believing that cannabis legalization is an essential part of broader criminal justice reform he is seeking. The junior senator from New Jersey is also calling for the reversal of past convictions for marijuana offenses. Quote, I would like to see the federal government end its making marijuana illegal and pull back and let the states do what they want, said Booker, but I am also one of those people that thinks you cannot talk about marijuana legalization if in the same sentence you're not talking about expunging the records of those Americans who have criminal convictions for doing things that two of the last three presidents admitted to doing. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> um, Booker said he was frustrated that the subject of cannabis legalization was not discussed um, <clears throat> at the debate, characterizing himself as a guy who has one of the boldest uh, bills On the issue, in February, Booker reintroduced the Marijuana Justice Act in the United States, a bill that would legalize cannabis at the federal level. He originally introduced the bill in the Senate in 2017, but the measure was never taken up for a vote. Booker said in a statement announcing the reintroduction of the bill that cannabis prohibition has had a devastating effect on minority communities. Quote, the war on drugs has not been a war on drugs. It's been a war on people and disproportionately people of color and low-income individuals, Booker said. The Marijuana Justice Act seeks to reverse decades of this unfair, unjust, and failed policy by removing marijuana from the Controlled Substances Act and making it legal at the federal level. The Marijuana Justice Act has received strong support in the Senate, including from his colleagues and fellow Democratic Party presidential candidates Kamala Harris, Elizabeth Warren, Kirsten Gildebrand, uh Michael Bennett, Bernie Sanders, all of whom also participated in this week's debate. Well, I would imagine that pretty soon that topic's not going to be able to be skirted because it, it, it is. It's one of the biggest, it's one of the hottest, it's one of the most important topics that are out there, and it needs to be talked about, and it will, because of those 20, we're going to whittle down to just a few, and when we get down there, that's... I I would imagine that in the next debate that that topic will come up um, because it is so popular and it is so important. I think people were probably a little too scared to say anything this time around. (laughs) But maybe next time. All right. Wow, I can't believe it. We are just about at the end of the program. I do want to read something real quick if I can get this out there. The FDA is open to public comment regarding CBD until July 16th. The FDA uses science to base its decision regarding public health and safety, which applies to regulating CBD. While science is providing a lot of information regarding CBD's efficacy, there are still many unanswered questions. The agency is now saying that its process to regulate CBD will be transparent. This month, the agency stated that it doesn't clearly understand CBD yet. CBD is still categorized as a drug, and according to the FDA protocol, it must be regulated under FDA monographs of FDA drug guidelines. When it comes to CBD-infused food items, food products and dietary supplements are regulated differently. The FDA is reminding the industry that interstate sales of CBD-infused foods remains illegal. Due to increasing public interest in CBD-infused foods, the FDA is considering making an exception with special provisions that would allow CBD included in food items. Since CBD was approved for use in Epidiolex, It complicates things because the FDA now sees CBD as being acceptable treatment for epilepsy, giving it medicinal value. Although the potential therapeutic benefits of CBD are recognized, its safety is not yet understood. Stakeholders in the CBD industry have made their opinions known, which is also what's driving the FDA to find answers and clarify regulations soon. They are also taking public comments into consideration. Public comments regarding CBD are being accepted until July 16th. The initial public comment period was set to expire in April but was extended. Those wishing to submit a comment regarding CBD may do so on the uh, Federal Register website. And I will put this on our blog section right now so you can go there and give your comments about CBD because it is super important to let the government know uh, scientific data will need to be collected in order to answer these questions. Um, they want to know, um, they are seeking answers to the questions before it can create formal regulations, the risks of long-term use, drug interactions, uh, impacts of CBD on pregnant and breastfeeding women, children and the elderly, safe consumption and doses and daily limits, uh, do, does CBD delivery method make a difference, and how uh, a dose works. Data will be collected and analyzed to determine how the agency will move forward in regulating medicinal and non-medicinal uses for CBD until the science is available to satisfy the FDA requirements. Regulations for the CBD industry will remain in limbo. All right, folks. Well, that is it for us. We hope you have an awesome Wednesday. Day Wednesday. Get over there into the blog section and go let the government know or let the FDA know how you feel about CBD. It's an awesome thing. Um, tune in next week when we talk to the um, authors of the initiative that's been filed already, and we'll find out where we can get it and sign it and, and get it passed. And um, always remember to be smart, be safe, and educate. Happy Wednesday, Wednesday, everybody. for tuning in, folks. We'll see you all next week. Have a good one. Happy Fourth of July. Stay safe.